All right. Um, okay. We're just going to... I don't care. I don't know. I'm just like, this might be fun. Uh, occasionally, I just like to jam out to my favorite indie rock songs on my acoustic guitar. And, you know, instead of trying to be um, funny all the time, what if I just really just practice guitar and let you guys listen to it? It might be as or more interesting or or worse or whatever or just but one thing i do know is it's like very candid because that's the thing i don't really share with people i like not so anyway so i'm going to just do it all right so this is um and also i think like i sound halfway decent so this shouldn't be a complete shit show or although maybe it should if i was a anyway probably should just shut up and do it okay so this song is uh 109 by Toro e Moi. i like this song i think it goes Oh, Mr. Jackson, I know I wasn't up to par Wasn't up to par Or do I come off like I don't care at all Don't care at all Don't think I'll fall Flat onto my hands Let you stand tall Let you stand tall Cause no one is the worst and no one is the best Wait Cause I feel like I'm dreaming Are you gonna really hold me back? Are you gonna really make me fail? I don't think I like this life at all I'm not saying like I know the whole song, but I know these, I know parts of songs and, you know, doesn't that count for something in this, in this day and age that you can play a song on a guitar? So I think that this is going to be a fun episode. I'm just going to go through, um, the suggestions for this week and then I will, whenever I feel there's a lull, instead of buzzing myself, I'll do another song and that should clear the jets. Because once I play this play a song, I'm going to be like, oh, I hope it goes well. But, you know, anything can happen. And if, if I have to bail on the whole thing, then that's way more worse than saying something that, like, might not go over. Because I can't really tell if the show is funny or not. Like, usually. Like, I, I think in the moment that it's funny or, like, I'll think, like, I'll be happy that I tried to, I don't know, push my brain to have fun with some stupid thing um but you know then like i'm not um like you know i don't know because i'm not on the other side of it so i don't know what it sounds like and also sometimes i get kind of serious kind of like how i just felt like the vibe got a little bit as i tried to you know pick apart the frog that is the podcast um and usually exactly i'll you i'll put a buzzer but now i'm thinking of just going to this playing acoustic guitar as a gimmick for the episode uh, rather than just like the buzzer, which is, you know, it's almost like I engineered a, a, like, you know how if they're doing scientific tests on rats, like that buzzer on this show is like when the scientist is like, eh, don't do that. You know, it's weird. It's weird because like I feel since I've done the show, done the podcast like 37 times or something like that, um, you know, like that sound, you know, it's, it's so, and by the way, um, 
Uh, we're still doing. We're gonna still have the buzzer on the show. I'm. I'm st- I thought. I thought I had the buzzer. Hold on a second. Oh, I didn't plug it in. Anyways, anyways. Um, we do have suggestions, though, this week as well. As well as that I'm going to do acoustic guitar songs as a gimmick. Um, we do have some suggestions. So thanks to everyone who has been listening. And I will... Um, what do you call I will shout you guys out as I read the suggestions. So the first suggestion that I have is from... Oh, Ayaz Nabi. Shout out Ayaz Nabi. Um, you know what I really got to do is I really got to fucking get this thing working here. I'm sorry. I know I promised that I would I would play a song instead of having awkward silence weird parts, but that was maybe that's what you call um what do you call it? A, the, the dealer's gambit. That would, that's it's definitely known as something, but I'm trying to get this thing working now. Hold on a second. I feel like I almost. There we go. Now we're talking. Now we're in business. Now we can do a show. But actually, um, really, what, what was I saying? I was saying um, there's a, a suggestion from Ayaz Nabi who. That's. That's the way we feel about Ayaz Nabi. Thank you so much for suggesting something. And um, Ayaz Nabi says, suggest uh, Canadians. Well, um, you know, let's just shout out Canadians. Always have been, ever since, ever since I was a wee lad and I got into the kids in the hall. I've said this many trillion, millions and zillions of times. Ever since I got into the kids in the hall as a kid, it kind of did change my life because... Of course I grew up with comedy, and of course I grew up with, um, you know, um, like Saturday Night Live and stuff like that from when I was little. But when The Kids in the Hall came out, that was like one of the, I don't know, for some reason their weirdness spoke to me. And I was like, how does a person get to grow up to be a weirdo like that? Because I was like, if anything... I feel like I'm a weirdo and those guys were weirdos and it was really amazing that their weird sensibility was showcased in their artful style and it was so cool. Um, But anyway, um, you know, so yeah, the kids in the hall, even from a very young age before I ever went to Canada um, later on in life or, or, or just got to like perform in Canada and stuff like that. And just got to, you know, like grow up. I I was always interested in in this in I don't know. I guess like the, like what it would be life. What would it be like if you just didn't live in the place you live? Like, you know, whenever you think about um, places in the world, or if you visit, I I found when you visit places in the world, you sometimes can fantasize what it would be like to live in another place. Um, and sometimes you do. Like sometimes people move and stuff like that. But I don't know, there's this feeling when you go places when you sort of mentally project your own life as if you've already been living there and you're thinking in your head like, oh yeah, if I live like this, this would be what it would be like. A lot of times this is associated with a product. People are like, oh, you know what? If I lived in Denmark, I would totally have these type of cookies all the time. And maybe that's all 
that when we think of living in other places, we're just thinking of getting different stuff in the stores. We're like, oh, how cool. Because one thing about Canada that I've always liked is they have this thing called No Name. And shout out No Name. No Name is a, a generic brand that has really taken up root in Canada. And it's like, imagine just a plain yellow, like Helvetica, almost like like what it would be like if there was a sort of like a goldenrod, um, like crayon color. And it's this yellow color. And it's just everything is in Helvetica. And it's like it's no-name soda, no-name pens, no-name can bottle can sodas you know a lot of a lot of sodas a lot of different sodas also different pasta anything you can think of and um that that's something that i found that canadians had and be like wow what if like we had no name here in america that would be cool also their money is really different it's like all types of colors i've never seen anything like it and i heard if you had a hundred dollars of canadian 50s it smells like maple syrup like which is weird. Or or, or all Canadians smell like maple syrup. I don't really know. Um, when I was younger, I did... When I was younger, I did uh, perform on the Fringe Festivals in Canada, which was the coolest shit of all time. Um, there are so many great artists that their whole life is touring the fringes. And it's just a different scene. Like, there's so many different scenes in the world. That's also something I mentally project myself onto i've always wondered what it would be like to do shows in a different scene and know different people than i know um you know but like not even like a touring a touring artist like being embedded in another scene and then i think of how i dislike being in my own scene in like i'm not like a super popular person in new york (laughs) i have friends i've made great relationships with people but like you know i'm not it's weird i feel like in new york city it's like you're constantly treading water for like fear of death that's how i've felt i haven't felt like um like a renewed i don't know it's my relationship to performing right now is a little bonkers what the fuck is that noise coming from but yeah so for sure um so i have like a warm place in my heart for canada always i think that like and, you know, there's so many great artists that I, I know in in Canada, too. And just, it's great people. And I've really been grateful to, um, got to travel. So, Ayaz Nabi, I'm going to say that um, Canada is good. I'm going to actually go out on a, stand, on a stand and say Canadians, specifically, are pretty cool. So, now that we did one suggestion, I think it might be time. And also, that was like a five-minute answer to that suggestion so maybe it's time to um to go back to the song list so um should i do i'm gonna just do this this is a fun song i think i remember like this is like um hold on how does it go dude uh, stop you Wow, this is really going to be vulnerable. (laughs) 
Stop your messing around, ah. Better think of your future, ah. Time you straighten right out, ah. Straighten problems in town. Rudy, a message to you, Rudy. A message to you. <laughs> Hold on, can I really get, let me see if I can get, actually get it. This chord is getting in my way. That's the problem. That These professional musicians don't have, musicians don't have chords all over the place. That's the problem. Hold on, so let me see if I can get it. Rudy, a message to you, Rudy. A message to you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Rudy, a message to you, Rudy. A message to you. Stop your messing around. Better think of your future. Time's getting out. Creating problems in town. Rudy, <laughs> a message to you, Rudy. All right, this is pretty fun, right, guys? I think, actually, you know what's weird? I don't care. This could actually suck, but actually, I'm having fun. I'm having fun doing, trying to do a song, trying to see if I can play a song. It's a fun challenge, and I really, truly don't think it sounds bad. I'm just going out and on a limb. I hope, but I'm going to put this out anyway. That'll, that'll be like my getting out of my skin. That's what I'm trying to do. I've tried to get out of my skin. I've been really uptight, I think. And it hasn't been good for, for my uh, self-expression. All right. The next person I want to shout out is David Jr., King Mexico. Let's just... Dude, King Mexico fucking rules. Shout out King Mexico. Love this guy. Love his podcast. I actually love listening to his podcast. He has very awesome, interesting guests, and you get to hear their whole lives, and like, it's just a fucking great show. Shout out David Jr. Doing great, doing a great job, and also has been a wonderful supporter of this show. And, and he asks, so check his podcast out, King Mexico, at King Mexico. Uh, he asks... What's your favorite beverage while you while being creative? Um, favorite beverage. Well, let's let's talk about beverages. Um, you know, I tell you something. Ironically, I don't loosen up with the beer enough. I think. I think whenever I have a beer, it's always like at the end of a project. You know, I usually wind down after the fact with a beer. While I'm in the zone, I'm gonna say. You got to go with water. I think water is one of the unsung heroes. Having water around refreshes the brain, you know, seriously, right? But beyond water, let's talk about some... I think one of my go-tos, definitely, is iced tea. And there are some good iced teas out there. Like, you know who I want to give a shout-out to? And this might be crazy. But I want to give a shout-out to both... Um, Chipotle and 
Subway for years ago being the first ones to jump on those new style iced teas. And especially, I think, you know who else has the same, has good iced teas? Pokey Works. Have you ever been to Pokey Works? What are your, what are your feelings on Pokey? I actually love it. I think Poke, Poke, let me tell you something. I am really happy to see where sushi evolved to. I think sushi is great, but you know what? Poke is a trillion times better. And if, if half of these sushi restaurants upgraded to poke and did fucking interesting more varieties of like crazy poke salad, whatever, like almost like if chopped, have you ever seen that place chopped C-H-O-P-T in the city? Uh, that place, if that place, yo, minus the rats. Do you remember when the chopped place in like Midtown, there was like a live rat in the fucking salad? That That's what I think another, no, I actually think they, they just had a, a rat in there because they couldn't keep rats out of it because it's the city. But um, I'm saying when chopped didn't have rats in them, <laughs> when it was just a great salad place, if they, if they had sex, if they had, um, what do you call it, like, intimate and like profound sex with a sushi place, a good sushi place, that would make a, a poke place. And that's, that's like the metaphor of how I feel poke came into being. I'm not like a food historian. And to be honest, this little riff right now has nothing to do with the, even the suggestion which was about some be- beverages, where I like beverages to be creative. But it made me want to give like a special sidebar to Poke. Like, um, Poke, you've been, um, you know, you've been with me for a long time. I started eating you basically when I started seeing Poke all over the place. They really tried to shove that down our throats, right? It's really like all of a sudden it was like, they're advertising poke the way they advertised like Frank's hot sauce or some shit. I don't know. I never heard about you guys before, I don't know, 20, 2015, I guess? Let's be honest. When did the the fast food chain Poke Works get popular? Because that's the first time I saw you. And more importantly, that's the first time I saw you. Tractor iced teas. Where the fuck did you come from? Those iced teas are really delicious. Profoundly delicious. And um, it could only have taken a sushi restaurant to fuck a salad restaurant in the before times, before the salad restaurant had a deadly rat to poison all the salad lettuce pieces. All right, cool. And um, I'm going to say we got out of that one pretty good, right? I think the answer to your question David Jr. is, I think I like iced teas, and I and I think I like those, um, those tractor iced teas. That's a real treat for me. If I I don't often be able to buy that, but I wish it was more readily available. Those flavors that they have are awesome, and that's my final answer. Um, all right. So since we're trying to kill time this week by having me play songs. I'm just going to keep going down the list. Should I do the list, going down the list, or because it's alphabetical, so it's going to be all... Well, then then again... Um, okay. Let's see if I can fucking do this one. This one. Let's see if I can do this one. Um, 
fuck, I gotta remember how these stupid chords go. Maybe I won't do maybe I won't do this guitar shit. <laughs> maybe maybe it's too fucking annoying. Maybe I'll pick a different song if that one's too hard. Yes. Um Does this one work? Can I do this gonna, you guys what you guys are going to learn real quick is that I don't know how to play guitar. Um Let's see if this one sounds good. Yeah, dude. I think I might be able to do this one. All right. This I'm, this might sound crazy. Let's see if I can do this. Well, she can. Well, I... <laughs> Well, she's kind of like an artist Sitting on the floor Never finishes, she abandons Never shows a soul And she's kind of like a movie Everyone rushes to see And no one understands it Sitting in their seats she opens her mouth to speak, speak and comes out to mystery. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. I could actually do this part good. All right. You know, I have to, I have to scroll this song because I'm just reading this off the page. I don't know these songs. I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like I actually know how to play guitar and like practice a lot. I'm literally reading them off an iPad, so I have to scroll the page up. And I have to remember what the chord thing is. <laughs> well, she's kind of like an artist Sitting on the floor Never finishes, she abandons Never shows a soul And she's kind of like a movie Everyone rushes to see And no one understands it Sitting in their seats Opens her mouth to speak and what comes out to mystery. Thought about and I've understood. She's aching. <laughs> She's aching. To be. Alright. Well, she dances. I don't know. A fucking. Alright. So, you know what, though? I'm going to say. I'm going to actually. I'm going to actually wrong buzzer me a little bit for that because I was getting it wrong in the beginning, but uh, I think I started having fun with it at the end. And um, you see how I'm quitting right after I practiced it one time, just played that one part time, that one part time that sounded good for a second. So this is, this is why I'm not a professional guitarist because I just, once I feel good about singing it halfway decent, I'm done, dude. I'm like, hell yes, dude. That's all I wanted to know. I wanted to know that I could do that one part that sounds cool, and then I'm like, I don't need to fucking do that again. <laughs> so that's the that's the reason why I'm not a professional uh, musician because I just like to I just like to think I just like to think that I sound in tune enough to feel good that I learned how to play chords one time. 
Um, but also, like, I I do have like an inner. You guys can see this. Is, this might be the most revealing thing about this episode because I have this um, this uh, w- wannabe indie rocker, ca- I guess, character inside of me. But like, I I think I think I'm like, how hilarious would it be like to for for J Caps me practicing these songs to like go on. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about just now, but um, I had a horrible dream that I started playing acoustic guitar on this very show. And would you believe it, if it weren't for me to accidentally bump into the theme song for this show, I would have kept doing that for the whole episode. But thank God, it's almost like the ghost in the machine knew, J-Caps, you're taking the show in a dark place, and um, we don't want to see that for you. You've really tried to hit it every low you could in the last six months, but this is unacceptable. Um, anyway, guys, we're back. We are back. We are back. And um, I just had to figure out how to fade it out at 4.9 seconds. So we still have some suggestions left. So let's open the, the, the suggestion box. And Richie Rich, who, by the way, Friend of the show, Richie Rich, 4288. As you know him and love him. Um, he has some suggestions, and he asks, um, favorite pie. Now, favorite pie, what a loaded question to ask. You think that you, the bait is to say that my answer is going to be, uh, like, I, I want to eat pussy, right? That would be, like, the the go-to. Like, favorite pie, like, obviously a, like, you know, a warm pie of a, a woman's pussy, right? That would be the go-to. But I'm actually going to answer the question just concerning the, the the edible, the truly edible, like, as a foodstuff um, type of pie. And then I would say that it's blueberry pie. Because blueberry, this is going to be weird. Blueberry, you've been with me for a long time. I think that I first started liking blueberries when I was probably eight or nine. And I think that, ironically, I was introduced to blueberries through the blueberry muffin. I know, it's weird. You'd think that I'd learn about blueberries from the blueberry itself. But it was almost like a myth. Like the blueberry muffin was bringing with it like a dream. Inside the blueberry muffin, there's a blueberry dream. It's like there is this wonderful berry. It's out there in the wild. Go forth, young man, find it. For it tastes, for I bring with it only the dream of what I remember it tasting like when I was a younger man, as like flowing as a wheat. You know, because like blueberries are made out of wheat or something. So I imagine the blueberry's past life is a wheat or something like that. So the answer is... Um, blueberry pie. Uh, that is my favorite, most delicious pie. Um, and imagine I got to have the um, the blueberry pie with some tractor iced tea to wash it down. That sounds gross, actually. That's that sounds bad. More more likely, blueberry muffin, a delicious, perfect blueberry muffin with a delicious cup of coffee. I mean. That's what being alive is for. If I could say one thing, being alive is about having a coffee 
in the morning with a delicious blueberry muffin. Like, almost like when I, when the, you know how the blueberry in, um, you know how the blueberry muffin in legend dreams the dream of blueberry, right? Well, we, in this moment, when I'm telling you about this blueberry muffin that you're going to have with this coffee, I want you to dream the blueberry muffin in your mind as the blueberry muffin dreams the blueberry. Do you understand what I'm saying? So just imagine coffee in the morning. And everyone is particular about their coffee, but just to be able to have your cup of coffee and your idyllic coffee setting from anywhere, from as soon as you get up to even fucking till the sun goes down. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna set a limit. Has to be till the sun goes down because the sun goes. Because this is really the blueberry muffin is a muffin of the daylight. It's a daylight muffin. Um, you know, just as desserts and cakes are uh, are um, confections of the nighttime. You know what I mean. So, what the fuck I'm talking about? Blueberry muffins. Uh, yes. Yes, blueberry muffins. Okay, so that was um, Richie Rich 4288. Thank you so much. Um, Richie Rich 4288 also asks, what's up with this heat? And I'm so glad you uh, brought this up because this let, allows me to say, it has been hot as fuck on the planet Earth. I really hope that um, Earth really has a wallop in it to really take out its enemy, the human scourge, once and for all. For long, for ever since humans can remember, the Earth has been battling it um, for superiority, really. In the beginning, the Earth just dunked on human beings all the time. Mostly dunked on it with, like, asteroids and shit. Asteroids have often been the main way... The Earth has killed off killed off stuff. Um, also, well, that that was like one of the big ones, but it's also done it with um, like ice ages and shit. Um, but they've done extinctions. They've done hits. The Earth has the Earth constantly does hits on all the animals that live there, and it just like one day decides that the oceans should be upside down in the spot. And because um, you know it's like space logic. Like there's nothing. Space is held together by the tiniest of of like threads in some type of like waveform pattern where every zillion trillion um, possibility is being worked out over an infinitum, which is this 3D, um, uh, what do you call it, three-point perspective graph that like engrafts every single object in the planet. Like when you're, when people talk about that they're into the singularity or whatever, what they're really talking about is the wireframe network of tubes tube science there's actually if you guys might be a bunch of stupid dumbasses but i'm actually a man of science and there's a theory called tube theory and it again what i'm going to start talking about is the stupidest of science shit that has ever been created um it's like i don't know what happened but it's if you start getting into set into space for some reason, bullshit is like two steps down the hallway from they start. You start thinking about space and then you start thinking about this idiotic impossibilities that don't make any 
fucking reason whatsoever. And one of them is tube theory. So the whole thing with tube theory is like every single object, even if it's even if it's made of metal, even if it's made of glass, uh, plastic, wood, fucking cotton, anything, any anything that you can think of plastic, anything, right? Even though it's made of the elements that make up everything like carbon and shit, it's actually made of tubes. And like you're like what type of tube? <laughs> And I'm like, what type of tubes make everything up? No. What are you talking about? Rubber rubber tubes? I'm like, how dare you say some idiotic shit like that out of nowhere? Meanwhile, they've been working on normal science with fucking atoms and protons and electrons and fucking ions, all this type of like already figured out science shit. And then even atoms, even down to subatomic, subatomic atom particles, right? <laughs> So you're telling me all of a sudden tubes? This is this this is this is the new this is the new science that they're coming out with? Give me a break. It's the so I mean anyway, so so what was the question? So again, again, what was the question? What was the question even the what did this kid want to know about? What the hell is his name? Richie Forty two ninety nine, Richie forty two eighty eight, Richie Rich forty two eighty eight. He wanted to know what's up with the heat and how did I get? Oh, how did I get on? How did I get on that topic? Well, listen, Richie Rich, the heat is making us crazy. What can I say? We're cracking up out here. You mentioned the heat, people go insane, right? You know, they 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 start talking about extinction. They completely lose track of their. You know what I mean? So. Woo. Yeah, so that's what I had to say about that. Um, yeah, I, I guess nothing good. I guess truly I tried to get out, tried to get something out of that, but I'm not sure. Um, yes. So anyway, um, do, the next question, do I like wrestling? Um, you know, I, the truth is I don't really follow wrestling, um, but I did like that show Glow. I thought the show Glow was pretty good. And a friend of mine actually was the the um, cinematographer for a video that that came out many like ten years ago called Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, and my friend shot it. My friend uh, Stephen Serace, known as Curveline Films on TikTok, he actually is like very successful. Um, he um, shot that. He shot at least part of it. He was part of the crew that shot that video. And it's a very good video. I think that's a good video. So, um, and I like that. And that's about wrestling. And it sort of tells the story of wrestling. I was into Hulk Hogan when I was like six years old, five, six years old. But then, I don't know what happened. I, I really checked out of wrestling when the um, Ultimate Warrior came out. Because I didn't like the Ultimate Warrior. And I was like, I'm not into where wrestling is going. I was like seven years old. I was like, I'm not really into where wrestling is headed because it was leaving the the um, the wholesome innocence of the original wrestlers like Hulk Hogan and Nikolai Volkov and Junkyard Dog and all those fun ass '80s wrestlers. And then, and I'm like, I'm like, it's the I was like, 
nine years old, I was like, it's the 90s now. Like, they're trying to be more edgy. They're trying to make this ultimate. And then when the people were doing Suck It, I'm like, I'm so glad I'm out of wrestling because I'm like, that's not, that's uncalled for. That's not sportsmanlike. That's not like back when we were just little kids and Hulk Hogan was like a wholesome dude, you know? I don't know what these kids are up to. And that's when I checked out of wrestling. And um, and then like at 11, I reflected on my time being a wrestling fan. I was like, you know, it's so f- crazy how, you know, you, you're young and you feel like you're filled with the, like the innocence of life. And then you're like a few years pass and you're just jaded. You're like, like now I'm 11 years old. Some people I know are even smoking. Like it's, we're living in such a different time, you know, like I'm going to be graduating elementary school soon. It's going to be practically grown up, you know, and, um, you know, so it's like really crazy, you know, like I'm going to be like going to junior high and shit like that. So I can't be like into this baby stuff anymore. And that's like when, and it's that, it's actually at that very point when I first heard my first Tori Amos album and, um, and it was like my, and it was like coming home, you know? So, that's pretty good. Thank you so much, Richie Rich forty two eighty eight. Um, really feel like I answered the question on that one. And he got another question on the show, and he asks, "What's my favorite slang word?" My favorite slang word, you know, what do I say a lot? I think I, I think that I say "mad" a lot. Do I say "mad" a lot? <laughs> what do I really say? People who listen to the show, what do I actually say? Could you do a good impression of me? Um, you know, and and do, and what are the, the what are the slang keywords that I often say? I can't even think. I think I say "mad" a lot. Like I'm like, it's mad hot all the time. I feel like I say that. Do I say that? I'm like, this guy's mad annoying, yo. Doesn't that sound like me? Doesn't that? Don't I do that always all the time? I'm like. This is mad dumb, yo. <laughs> is that? That's my style, right? I, I always thought. I always thought that's what I sounded like. Um, so I would say mad is one of my favorite favorite slang words. Um, and um, yeah, you know, I, we we um we didn't. I have, I'm looking for the next suggestion, and I feel like I I left a little too much time. So Matthew Holland, we're gonna we're gonna uh, bring it on home to uh, Matthew Holland, who also thanks to everyone, thanks to everyone who supports the show and who is with me creatively. I'm gonna talk some real talk um, to everyone listening. Thanks so much. Thank you for being like a supporter of my creative expression it's in all honesty it's been a tough year and i've tried to show up as much as i can i feel like my head like was like all fucked up and um i couldn't i needed to get the job that i have and like i think i'm doing a lot better in my life um and i want to share the creative stuff that i'm doing like i also do like watercolor painting like I guess supporting me is supporting like an artist that is just doing what I'm doing. And I really appreciate everyone who listens and everyone who um, just has stuck with me and like allowed me to be the creative person I am. I am going to be doing new episodes in August. And um, anyway, thank you. That's the, this is the sincere, genuine 
um, appreciation part of the show. I hope I was, I hope I tried to, you know, I really do appreciate everybody. Um, I'm going to say, even though I feel a little weird, I'm going to say, I think that part went good too. Um, anyways, I don't know. Maybe I sound like a piece of shit narcissist. I have no idea. But that's, that's what you should do a podcast alone in a room where you talk to yourself. That sounds like a good plan. That sounds like a real sound. Um, you know what? I, you know what? I think that maybe it's one of those things where I should, um, I should uh, do another song, right? That would be pretty fun. Let's see if I can do a song to clear the, um, to clear the air. Um, oh yeah, dude. Let me see if I can do this shit. All right. Let me see if I can do this. This would be cool. Yeah. Hold on a second. Think I'd leave your side, baby You know me better than that Think I'll leave you down when you're down on your knees I wouldn't do that I'll tell you you're right when you want And if only you could see into me Baby, and you can't get in I will show you You're so much better than you know When you're lost And you're alone And can't get back again I will find you Darling, I will bring you home And if you want to cry I am here to dry your eyes And in no time, you'll be fine. You think I wait. You think I'd leave your side, baby? You know me better than that. Think I'd leave you down when you're down on your knees. I wouldn't do that Oh, when you're low I'll be there Hold you close Oh, when you're low 
your side, baby. When you're low, I'll be there. Hold you tight to me. Oh, when you're low, I'll be there. By your side, by your side, baby. All right, cool. I think that was pretty cool. I feel fun. I feel fine. I'm glad I did that. I think, you know, it's like I practice these songs pretty much. I practice these songs pretty much just for myself. And um, I used to I used to play music and like I don't perform music anymore, but I really still love music. So I have this list of songs on, um, uh, what is it, guitar fucking but um what the hell's the name of this app guitar chords or some shit what the hell is the name of this um i don't know some guitar chord apps to be honest it's a g with like devil horns i have no idea what it's called but i have a bunch of songs that i practice and i pretty much enjoy to practice for myself just for like the sake of doing it um I really have no desire to like go and perform anywhere or like make it a thing. But I really do like having, you know, just the thing. And it's weird because for other aspects of art, I enjoy it. You know, I like try to push myself to like perform or not even anymore. I don't push myself to perform pretty much since the pandemic. Like that part of my life sort of ended in a weird way. Like I haven't been performing consistently at all. Um, the only creative output, like in that sense, have been grading animals in these podcasts. Um, and that's life, you know, who knows? Who knows how everything will like settle? I don't think that like I'm, you know, whatever. In any case, I wanted to include these this list of songs in the show because just to like not just to do something that would be weird and um, out of my comfort zone. Maybe I'm trying to, in my life, I'm trying to find a, um, like, I feel blocked, I guess. Not blocked, but, like, it really, you know, if there's anything, like, I, like, boohoo about on the show, it's, like, the, like, I guess how I've felt the last few months and, like, how I feel like I haven't been able to be creative or whatever and, like, just dealing with my own stupid nonsense. But, um, I guess, like... I want to like get back to like loving creativity again and feeling that I'm not putting pressure on myself every time I do something. And I think like music can feel like that because music doesn't have to always be so literal. Like it doesn't have to always like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. In fact, even me trying to explain it is headed down the wrong vibe. So let me see if I have any more suggestions from people um yes um so i think that oh yes let's get to this great suggestion and let's get to this great suggestion from norn rad jason and norn rad jason also a great 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 friend of the show somebody who always is like checking what my stuff out and i really appreciate him and he he asks he wants me to talk about, well, we started talking about it earlier, but let's really get into it. 
which is um, the climate um, and the the situation with um, how Earth is getting hot, right? Um, here's what I think. Um, I've always believed in, or not believed in. I've always known about this thing happening. When I was in, when I was eight years old, believe. And this is I'm going to tell you how old I am. I am 42 years old. But when I was eight years old, it was 1988, and they came out with like Earth Day, like not only like 18 years before. And on that Earth Day, they were like, by the way. It's get it's getting hotter on the planet. Like this is the scientific, these scientists like they have nothing to gain to say it, but they're like this is what's happening because of back then it was greenhouse gases, but I think like ultimately it was deforestation, which is again, if you guys haven't heard about the book that I'm really, if you buy one, if you go to the comments and you buy it off Amazon off of my site, I get a little on the back end. I don't really, I don't really, but I do want to promote the book, The Overstory, which is the book that I kind of went a little bit like fan, I fanboyed out on The Overstory publicly. That was almost, I would say for grading animals, that was like my, um, that was like my Marvel. I was like, in a world of people sucking off Marvel, I'm going to suck off The Overstory. You know, that was my style. Um, ultimately, I think it didn't really work as a style, but it, like, I'm going to stick by it because during the pandemic, that's how I like was able to like hang on. I don't know. I'm such a fucking little bitch when I when I I don't know, whatever. The pandemic, I wish I could still use the pandemic as like my um like I, I just loved, I loved about the pandemic that I could just like hide forever <laughs> and I could just like go into like total creative fantasy and the world was going to slowly um, die of a heroin overdose. I, honestly, in the, in the beginning days of the pandemic, when it was like the only frame of reference were like pandemic movies where everybody dies, I was like, I want to go gently into that good night by making these stupid, silly videos. And I think like that was such a, um, a I, I, and then like when it was like, oh, people are not, I mean, not that I wanted people to die. I thought like everyone was going to die. I was like, oh, it's hard to buy milk now. Is this going to be like, you know, <laughs> I was like, all right, you know, that w- if this is how the world would, would you know, because then you think like the next part of the movie is like everybody has died and you're like fighting a zombie or something like that. But, you know. People, you know, everything is, it's just like um, that we brought the world down to a simmer and then we turned the world back on again. Um, Now there's monkeypox, but I think that it's not as bad because you don't have to like, like with with COVID, you have to really like stop, you have to like quarantine and do all this stuff. But for monkeypox, you could literally go out and still keep fucking people and it's all good. Like there's no, like, it's not like it's, it's not like we're getting body bags on body bags like we used to do with COVID. That was that was the early part of COVID where like it was just um, an ice truck outside of a um, a hospital. That was that was wild. Imagine imagine there was sustained damage like that. Imagine we were still in um, what do you call the ice truck days? It's like ice truck day six hundred and thirty eight. If that were happening. 
our culture would be so demoralized. I wonder what our culture would be like. Imagine that. Imagine that COVID never led up and it was just like March 2020 for the last two years, but every day, like another thousand people would die, like, or more than that. Like, I think, I don't know what the tolls are. Imagine it was like that. There were trillions and billions of people dying, but we've all just been like, yeah, it happens. <laughs> imagine imagine it was like March 2020 and it was just like like we just we just were like yeah you know this yeah it's just what can you do I don't know I don't know it, who knows imagine that shit that would be wild but that's not what it is now the world is back to normal and um and that's good you know it is good that like people are living life you know what's a good song? That song, Living Life. Did you guys ever hear it? Um, it's by, uh, it's by, what do you call it? Daniel Johnston. But, um, yes. It, but, but actually, there's like a nice version of it. Daniel Johnston is a guy who kind of sucks at singing, I think. But, um, but uh, he's a great songwriter. I don't know. I know. I only know this song by him. Let's see if I can play it. Hold me like a mother would, like I've always... All right. <laughs> Hold me like a mother would, like I've always known. Somebody should, yeah. Although tomorrow don't look that good. Well, it just goes to show, though people... <sighs> Hold on a second. I'm going to do this. I always suck at it the first time, right? Um... You know, it's a little bit more vulnerable, though. It's a good song, though. Let's see if I can do it. Uh, you really, this, this song, the voice has to carry it. Otherwise, you can't lean on these guitar chords. You really got to sing it. Hold me like a mother would, like I've always known. Somebody should, yeah. Although tomorrow, it don't look that good. Well, it just goes to show, though people say we're a unlikely couple. I'm seeing double of you. Ooh, this is. Ooh, this is life. And everything's alright. Living, 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 living life. <laughs> Alright, hold on a second. Can I could I actually do this song? Let's see if I can do the next chorus. It's good to stop in the middle of it and then check in. To be like, did I make it through? Is this I, I hope this is interesting. I feel like this is very vulnerable of me to try to either that or it's narcissistic of me. Either way, I feel like it's vulnerable because I'm not like being like I'm I feel like I'm I feel like my voice is in tune, but this might be like also the most cringy thing I've ever done. Um, and I'm OK with that because, um, you know, if I put this up and I get zero reaction to it, <laughs> then I'll be like, it doesn't matter what I do. That would be really liberating kind of. And if it sounds like horribly cringy and people were like that's it i'm not listening to this ever again that would be 
also funny because then it would be like in the moment I really sat I really thought I was sounded good and then I would be like <laughs> if I was actually making a total fool of myself then I'd be like ah thank god thank god I can still like clown in a pure way because I think it's like um it would be great if I truly did sound stupid and then I was like um, thought it was great in the moment. But in any case, um, let me see if I can do, let me see if I can do the second chorus. How can I help but, how can I help but be helpless? <laughs> how can I help but be restless when everything seems so tasteless? Oh, I can't do it. You know what? <laughs> I admit, I actually can't do this. So thanks, guys, so much for listening to the show. Um, and I think we had a fun time today. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if anybody actually listens to this podcast. Because if nobody if nobody mentions it and no one's like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, let's just totally listen to your podcast, dude. And I'll be like, um, did you think that like it was weird that I played guitar one time? <laughs> Who am I kidding, dude? Nobody listens to this podcast. Talk to you guys later.